Welcome to another edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the award-winning show covering fishing, hunting, conservation, destinations, and other outdoors recreation across the greater Northwest. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lur, Sportsman's Warehouse, Sina Sea Seafood, and Wallowa County Chamber of Commerce in the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program. And now, let's see what's happening this week with your host, John Cruz. Welcome aboard. Have you managed to get outside and have some fun in the last week? I was lucky enough to go both goose hunting and coho salmon fishing with my son David last Saturday. And while we didn't have a whole lot of success, we at least got to shoot at a few geese and we got to cast for coho and just enjoy some time together. And you know, the older I get and the older he gets, we get to see each other a little bit less and I just treasure these times together no matter what the end result is. This week on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we're going to take you way down in southeast Washington to Bogan's Oasis, a great place to eat at, stay at, and use as a base camp if you are fishing the Grand Ron River or hunting in the area. Tia Villagomez, who is one of the new owners of this iconic place, along with her husband, Louis, will join us to share a steelhead fishing report and also tell you more about this oasis that feels like it's in the middle of nowhere. Bob Loomis is back for another extended Max Minute, and this week we'll be talking about those big B-run steelhead you can catch this time of year in Idaho's Clearwater River, and Bob will give you some advice about how to catch those fish, too. From there, we'll go into the world of tournament bass fishing. Now, we don't have the really big tournaments here in the Northwest from Major League Fishing and Bassmaster, but that is poised to change next June. Western Outdoors News has a tournament trail. It's known as One Bass, and they are scheduled to come to Potholes Reservoir and Mardon Resort from June 7th through the 9th. This is a really big tournament trail in Arizona and California. They have a U.S. Open where the winner this year earned a $75,000 check, and past years has been a $100,000 check. So this is a big one, and Russ Baker, the owner of Limit Out Marine, will tell you more about what is lining up to be a very big event that you can fish in as an amateur angler on board a professional's boat. In addition to this, we'll also ask Russ about the supply chain. During COVID, bass boats and accessories became very hard to come by, both at his dealerships and everybody else's. Russ will let us know how things are looking now and when he expects things to get back to normal as far as being able to readily buy the boat, outboard, or trolling motor you want to get. Our final guest of the day, that would be Greg Lemon with Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. We'll be talking outdoors news to include an update on the current big game and pheasant hunting season, as well as an event some of you Saturday listeners might want to attend today at First People's Buffalo Jump State Park. In addition to this, we've got some fishing reports for you from Oregon, and as always, your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week, where you get the chance to win a $25 gift card from America's Premier Outfitter. Before we get into all of this, though, let's see what David Sparks has for us this week on Sportsman's Spotlight, brought to you by the Ag Information Network of the West. It's all about the little things in the great outdoors, all of these intangible little thoughts and facts that can make your hunt or fishing expedition so much more productive and enjoyable. Tips that you might have heard from your grandpa or your dad or a hunting buddy. For example, it rained or snowed in the last couple of days. Could that affect your elk hunt? You better believe it. If you already know why, then good for you, but... 
If you don't, stay tuned. I'm David Sparks. This is Sportsman Spotlight. I caught up with retired fish and game official Ed Bangs the other afternoon, just after he had returned from an early morning archery hunt for elk. He had an interesting story and observations. Hunting this morning, elk, bow hunting elk. It's the last week of bow hunting season for big game in Montana. And heard a couple bulls calling and saw some, and I saw some cows and calves. It's been really dry this year and crunchy, so pretty noisy out in the woods. But we had a little bit of snow a few days ago, and it's melted off, so it's kind of quiet now. So You can spot and stock a lot quieter with a wet footing than you can with dry, crunchy, can't you? Oh, absolutely. And all the bug-killed pines left little and dried-up twigs everywhere. And so walking around when it's hot and dry, it's really noisy. So I snuck up, or I, I, I've seen some elk, but the closest I get would be about 80, 90 yards. You could just see them looking in the woods, just stop and listen, because, you know, it just you're so loud when you walk. So a little bit damper conditions made for a lot better sneaking. Great tip, Ed. Thank you. Weed growers, are you looking for stands that deliver? Syngenta's Pacific Northwest Seed Treatments provide proven protection against a broad range of seedling diseases and pests. Cruiser Insecticide offers control of aphids along with the vigor effect, coupled with Vibrance fungicide rooting power, and now Viantis fungicide seed treatment to reinforce your Pythium protection. Syngenta Seed Treatments encourage plants to develop stronger root systems for improved performance and higher yield potential. To learn more, contact your local seed supplier. Always read and follow label instructions. We're big fans of stability. It's not something you hear every day, but in an industry as volatile as agriculture, it's really good to know. At Northwest Farm Credit Services, we've been financing the needs of farmers and ranchers for over 100 years, through thick and thin, because we believe in what we do and who we do it for. So if partnering with a stable lender sounds good to you, give us a call. We'd be happy to help. Northwest Farm Credit Services, here to help you grow. Equal opportunity provider and employer, equal housing lender. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. Are you looking to reel in the marketing opportunity of a lifetime? Then set the hook because we've got it right here for you. America Outdoors Radio has sponsorships available, and we offer affordable platforms to reach thousands of listeners interested in fishing, hunting, and the outdoors. Find out more by contacting John Cruz through his website at americaoutdoorsradio.com. That's americaoutdoorsradio.com. Hurry, though. If you wait too long, the big opportunity might get away. Back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio, I'm John Cruz. We're going to take you to the southeast corner, the very southeast corner of Washington State. If you travel from Clarkston south towards Enterprise, Oregon, you're going to go down a big grade. You're going to cross the Grand Ronde River, and then you are going to run into Bogan's Oasis. And we've got one of the new owners on the line, Tia Villagomez. Tia, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. For those who have never been to the Grand Ronde or to Bogans Oasis before, why don't you just briefly describe what you offer there? Well, right off the highway, you'll see our restaurant. And then right behind the restaurant, we have five cabins. We have RV parking. And we also do river shuttles for anybody floating the river. And my husband is a guide on the Grand Ronde River. Now, the Grand Run at this time of year is known for its summer steelhead run, and those steelhead are going to be sticking around all the way until March. How's the fishing been so far? Oh, it's been pretty good. It was good fishing in the beginning of September, and then it slowed down a little bit, but the river's rising, we're getting a lot of rain, and it's picking up. 
Oh, that's definitely going to flush a whole bunch of new fish into the river from the Snake River. That is very good news indeed. Are most of your customers this time of year, are they steelhead fishermen? Actually, it's about 50-50. It's uh, steelhead fishermen and hunters because there's a huge hunting season out here also. Elk and deer and turkey and chucker. Right. I guess I didn't even think about that. But it sounds pretty nice to go ahead and go fishing on the Grand Ronde for a day and then get yourself a nice cooked meal and got some pretty tasty things that you offer there. What's some of the more popular dishes that you serve at the restaurant? Well, our cook does everything homemade with the freshest ingredients. And so the Oasis Burger, which is kind of like a Philly cheesesteak burger because it's got the Swiss cheese and the mushrooms and the peppers. That one's pretty popular. And a a local favorite is the Hawaiian because it is a burger that comes with a slice of ham and pineapple also. Sounds pretty darn tasty to me. Let's talk about the lodging that you have there. Sure. We've got five cabins. They can sleep four people. They're mostly bunk beds because they're small, but they've got power and running water, shower, toilet, heat, and air conditioning, depending on what season you show up in, and a fridge, microwave, you know, kind of like a hotel room, but in a little cabin. And you've got the RV sites that probably don't get a whole bunch of use this time of year, but I'm sure they're well used in the spring, summer, and early fall, aren't they? You know, we've only been here since June, and actually the RV spots are being used more now than they were during the summer. We've got fishing guides and and outfitters that park their RV for the whole month, and hunters that come out with their big wall tents and set them up in our grass for weeks. I'll be darned. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about the fishing. You have both a shuttle service and a guide service. Let's start off with the shuttle service. Where are most folks going that they need shuttles to and from? Well, people float all over the Grand Ronde. It goes pretty far into Oregon, but we only do the Washington section. So we're doing State Line down to Heller's Bar, which is where the Grand Ronde dumps into the Snake River. Gotcha. And road access on that portion of the Grand Ronde isn't that great. It's mainly a a raft or drift boat show, isn't it? Well, if you go upriver from Bogans, there's a river road that goes all the way to Troy, Oregon. But if you go downriver of Bogans, there is no road. And so, yeah, if you float from here down to Shoemaker Grade, which is one of the takeouts, it's just boats. You cannot see that part of the river without floating. Gotcha. But I can tell you this, folks, uh, having fished the Grand Run myself, there's a lot of good shore access between Bogans and the little tiny town of Troy. So it's oh, yeah. worth your while even if you don't have a boat. Now let's talk about the, the guide service that you're husband runs. understand that's been pretty popular and he's pretty full up. Yeah, actually, uh, we come from Mount Rainier area and for a while he did guide on the Washington coast on all those rivers over there. And so, I mean, and he's been fishing since before he could probably read. And so he's really great. He ties his own jigs and really knows the river well. He knows all the pockets. He knows where, where to row. I mean, he's very talented. And I guess that brings up another topic when it comes to steelhead fishing. Is he mainly doing little jigs under floats? I'm guessing this time of year you're not swinging a whole bunch of spoons or streamers, are you? Well, like I said, he's very talented, and so he can come out there on the river and do whatever his clients want to do. He's done a lot of spay trips. Um, those are starting to phase out to be more gear trips, you know, with the bobber and the jig or running plugs. But it's whatever the client wants. He can do it all. All right. That's good to know. And is he operating out of a raft or a drift boat? 
right now he's doing a raft because, like I said, the river was a little low, but he's got a custom drift boat coming here soon. Oh, and one very important question for anybody who goes steelheading in the winter, is there any propane heat in that boat? <laughs> he does have a heater. Thank goodness. It makes all <laughs> the difference in the world. Trust me on this, folks. One other type of fishing we should talk about is bass fishing. Now, I know it's not really a thing this time of year on the Grand Ron, but during the summer months, the river's chock full of smallmouth bass, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and it's fun. I mean, for inexperienced fishermen, you can go out there and catch 20 in, a, in one float. It's, it's a lot of fun. And do they get to any size in the Grand Ron, or are they mainly the 8 to 12 inches that you see in a lot of places? Yeah, just the smaller ones. That's all right. There's still lots of fun to catch. You can do it on a light tackle and have fun all day. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about you and Lewis. How did you two get to be the owners of this place? I understand you've been there since August. Well, we moved here June 20th, but Lewis, he, a family friend, took him fishing out here when he was 9 or 10 years old, and they usually come out in February or March, but he would plan a guy's trip and come out every February or March, and one of the last times he came, he found out that it was for sale, and he never forgot about it. Came home and talked me into it, and we put our house on the market and made an offer to Bill and Farrell, and here we are. <laughs> okay, so I understand his background. What was your background sure. before you became a resort owner? <laughs> um, well, I ran a large daycare for 14 years. I had 20 employees and 112 kids, eight classrooms. And then most recently, I was a reading paraprofessional at my children's school. So <laughs> it's a new world for me. <laughs> so essentially, you've gone from child babysitting to adult city with the resort, right? <laughs> you could say so. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, folks. If you're ever in the area, it's definitely worth a trip. Go to Bogan's Oasis, very well-established, well-known place, offering, again, lodging, restaurant shuttle service, and guided fishing, too. It's a great base camp to use, whether you're fishing on the Grand Ron or hunting in the area for all sorts of different birds and big game animals. And the website to go to is very simple, bogans.com. That's B-O-G-G-A-N-S. And if you want the most up-to-date information, check out the Bogans Oasis Facebook page. Not only will you find out what's going on fishing-wise, but you'll also see some of the delicious meals they're serving up in the restaurant, too. Tia, thanks for spending some time with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Thanks for having me. My apologies for the quality of some of the audio there. We had some phone line issues, but if you're looking for high, in fact, dare I say premium quality, well, look no further than what our friends at Cena Seafood have to offer you. Cena Sea, as you know, is the company that delivers premium wild-caught Alaskan seafood right to your door. And they will deliver Copper River sockeye salmon, the primo salmon that everybody wants, as well as king salmon and coho salmon. And let's not forget the whitefish, too. Everybody loves halibut. Sablefish is very tasty, and they have smoked fish offerings as well. As a matter of fact, they've got bundles of seafood as well that would make for a perfect holiday gift. So check out what they have to offer at SenaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A.com. And use the promo code OUTDOORSRADIO for 10% off your entire order.
come to Oregon's Wallowa County for outdoors adventure. Hike, ride, paddle, fish, or sightsee to your heart's content. And then visit one of our wonderful towns, whether it be Joseph with its beautiful bronze statues, our county seat in Enterprise, or one of our charming small towns like Wallowa, Imnaha, or Troy, where you can eat, shop, and sleep before continuing your adventure the next day. Plan your visit now at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. Backcountry hunters and anglers, a nationwide group working to keep public lands in public hands. We've helped ban the use of drones for hunting. We help repair wildlife corridors and key riparian areas. We speak up against illegal ATV use. Please join this dynamic conservation group. Check us out at backcountryhunters.org. with more of the great outdoors on Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. It's time for another extended Max Minute brought to you every week by Max Luer. And with us again after a two-week absence is Bob Loomis. Bob, great to have you back in studio. Thank you, John. So this is the time of year when anglers start heading towards the Clearwater River in north-central Idaho. And for good reason, it is a river where you have a legitimate shot at catching one of those B-run steelhead that weigh up to 20 pounds. If you were fishing the clear water, what would you be using to catch one of those big ones? Well, you know, John, there's obviously a number of different ways, uh, you know, that that people fish for steelhead. But my bet is uh, I love drift fishing. And, you know, you guys did it a couple years ago and caught some real nice fish. I love fishing with different types of floats. You know, we used to have the old corky drifters and different things like that. Well, we've got our Max Lure, our colored pill floats. The pill floats work fantastic along with a smile blade, drift fishing with a little beta eggs or something like that. You know, you get that attraction, that little bit of flotation. Uh, It works absolutely phenomenal for steelhead. So are you drifting off the bank here? Are you side drifting in a boat or a little bit of both? You can do either, either way. You know, side drifting is, is obviously a lot of fun if you're out in a boat, but drifting off the bank works the exact same way. Let's talk about another method to catch them, and that's fishing a jig under a float, and you've got the perfect jig for that. I'll tell you what, you can't beat the rock dancer. The rock dancer's been around for a long time. It's our bucktail jig, and the rock dancer, you know, all the heads on them are black, but you have the glow-white eyes, and then the collar is a chenille, so you can actually put scent on it, as well as, you know, the hook's obviously large enough to put bait on if you want to tip it with the coon shrimp or something of that nature but bucktails work phenomenal you can't beat a rock dancer under a float all right well if you are heading to the clearwater river for steelhead this fall or winter consider side drifting with pill floats and smile blades from max lure or fishing a jig like the rock dancer under a float and see if you can hook into one of those big bee runs Want to put a smile on your face? Start off by putting a smile blade from Max Lure Company on your line. Max smile blades come in different sizes and spin at slow speeds, not like those metal blades on other lures. Buy them separately or on ready-made rigs like the wedding ring spinner, double whammy, wallet pop, and more. Smile blades work for trout, bass, walleye, as well as other species, and when that fish hits, you'll have a grin on your face that won't go away. The smile blade, only from Max Lure Company. 
Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter. Full of the gear you need to succeed this hunting season. Firearms, ammo, archery equipment, decoys, clothing, boots, and more. You'll find it all at Sportsman's Warehouse. Better still, the knowledgeable staff can help you with tips and in-store seminars. All designed to help you bag a trophy or a limit. Find a location near you or shop online today at sportsmans.com. Public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. I'm gonna take you fishing, honey. You're gonna love it. Gonna get up before the sun. Rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. We've got Russ Baker on the line. He is the owner of Limit Out Performance Marine with stores in both Pacific in Western Washington and also in Spokane. Russ, great to have you on the air again. Thank you, sir. Good to talk to you. It's been a while. Well, it has been a little bit, and I wanted to talk about tournament bass fishing because here in the Northwest, you know, we don't draw the Bassmaster Elite Series. We don't draw Major League Fishing. But there is a pretty big tournament that may be coming up to Washington State Potholes Reservoir. Western Outdoor News, WON Bass, might be coming up in June. Tell us more about this. Well, currently, uh, Billy, the tournament director, has always run both the uh, Clear Lake Open and the U.S. Open. Him and I were chatting about, oh, back in January, I invited him up to come out and fish my big bass event in June of 2022. And suggested that because I wanted to see if there was any way he could put on a one-bass style, U.S. Open-style event, shared weight pro-am on potholes. So he actually came out here in June for my big bass. And unfortunately, I didn't get to chat with him because I had to go home. I ended up getting COVID. So (laughs) my team ran that event, but he fell, long story short, he fell in love with the lake. He fell in love with Mardon's Resort there and the uh, strong possibility about bringing up one bass shared weight program up here. He did secure permit dates for June 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2023. The biggest thing we're trying to do, him and I are working together to figure out the numbers and see what type of numbers we could possibly get. So I put a post on Facebook, and so far I think it's gotten, what, over 100 comments on it. So we'll see. There's a lot of interest in the event. We haven't had a big event up here in the state of Washington in quite some time, other than the local events that I put on and my competitor puts on the Big Bass Series. Right. And, you know, I've been putting those on since 13, brought that back from 2000. But, you know, we get 100 to 125 boats. My um, competitor brings in 150 to 180 boats, but that's a totally different style of tournament. You know, that's just one Big Bass per hour, and you may weigh five Big Bass per hour. But then in this case, right, it's a shared weight program. So, so the shared weight pro-am, you know, the boater and the non-boater, you know, the pro and the am work together to, to catch the five biggest fish. So got a large amount of cash going toward the pro side, as well as a possible boat, which we're, we're working to secure. Uh, we're trying to get at least 100, 150 boats at this event. So it pays, you know, if he gets 100, 150 boats, it pays down to 40 places on average, and both for the pro and the am. And yeah, it's going to be a great tournament. It's going to really be a really good tournament. We're just trying to figure out the numbers, so try to see what the commitments are, and so far, so good. I'm getting a lot of interest from Idaho, getting a lot of interest from Washington, of course, since it's in their backyard. It's a centralized event. You know, we Wild West does put on an event on the river, but it's a pro-am, but it's not shared weight. So shared weight actually benefits, you know, the overall tournament, in my opinion, 
you'll get the numbers right. And for four hundred dollars to the amateur side, you know, you get to fish with a pro for three days, and then the pro, and that's cheap. You know, a guide is what two two fifty a day. So, oh, yeah. you know, he gets to learn a lot of technique and uh, how to fish bottles, especially those guys that you know that haven't fished bottles, you know, more than four or five six times. So, so it's a great venue. Should be full pool for that time of year. So. In the last couple of years, we've been plagued with cold weather and low water. So we're hoping uh, that first week of June, second week of June, will be, um, you know, solid bags for three days. Well, I know that I am certainly going to be fishing this. And I'm going to be fishing on the amateur side, too, because, you know, I've fished my share of tournaments at Potholes Reservoir, but I have come to the stunning conclusion in the last couple of years that, at best, I am an avid bass angler with merely intermediate skills. So the idea of fishing with a, a real pro for two to three days at this tournament and all the knowledge I'm going to pick up from doing that, I can't wait. This is going to be all sorts of fun. How do folks get a hold of you if they want to find out more about this tournament and register? You can shoot me an email to Russ, R-U-S-S, short for Russell, Russ at LimitOutMarine.com. I'll have more information weekly. I'm in discussion with Billy Egan. He's the tournament director for the One Best events throughout the West Coast. I am talking to him pretty much weekly. I'll be on my phone with him on Monday when he comes back from Cabo for a small vacation to figure out when we can actually have people register. Luckily, we've got some time on our side. My mom is going to talk to the Grant County Commission office next week, I believe with the Chamber of Commerce, to try to get those guys involved in the event as well. And, you know, the neat thing about these tournaments is, you know, you come up to a small town and, you know, a four to five day average with 100 to 300 guys. You know, that's an expenditure of a half million to a million dollars just for a local city. So that's what I need to talk about is the benefit to the local community, not only Mardon's Resort, but local hotels, gas stations, restaurants, things like that. But this would be a pretty good event. I've also talked to a couple of pros, elite pros, that if the schedule works out, they'll also be up here. Uh, Steve Kennedy was one of them, elite pro Steve Kennedy. Oh, wow. Out of Alabama, and then Clifford Perch out of Arizona. And then I've got several other calls. I'm going to call Ike and Ellie. I'm going to call Zach Burge and and fellow other pros and see if they can fit it in their schedule and see if they have any interest in fishing up here. So the California guys, I haven't even touched yet. I'm personally calling a lot of people that I know in three different states and uh, started on California just yesterday. So we'll see. But uh, it's be a great event. We haven't had a big event up here in years, this style event. And... Yeah, we'd love everybody to participate in it. It's a great opportunity to learn for the beginner angler, for the intermediate angler, for the seasoned skilled club angler, right. you know, that doesn't fish a lot of events on potholes. It's really, it really fits everybody's wheelhouse. So that's why I wanted to, you know, everybody had asked me for 34 years of living here, why don't we ever have a big event? And well, this is a perfect opportunity of getting a big outfit up here to, to run a shared weight program. It's the one bass tournament that's going to be taking place at Potholes Reservoir, folks. Again, the tentative dates are June 7th through the 9th. If you want to find out more about registering for this, you don't even have to own a boat. If you're just an avid bass angler and you just want to have the experience of fishing with a pro for three days, just email Russ. Email address again is russ at limitoutmarine.com. That's russ at limitoutmarine.com. We've got just about a minute left. Let's talk briefly about boats and what you offer is the inventory getting any better, and is the supply chain crisis starting to wind down finally? I wish I could say yes and yes to both of those questions. Still seeing some weakness in uh, horsepower ranges of 200 and 225. 
250 horsepower for the 20 and 21 footers don't seem to be an issue. We're still seeing weaknesses in the market with Minn Kota and Johnson Outdoors. We manufactures Hummingbird and Minn Kota Ultrexes. Right. That's still a weak part. We're still seeing long delays on those parts. Electronics, those are hit or miss as well. Whether you're talking Garmin, Lowrance, or Hummingbird, you'll see majority of those products come in on package boats. But, you know, if you've got a used boat and you're looking to upgrade, it may be a little bit longer before we see, you know, easy inventory to pick up. So those challenges still exist, unfortunately, but we're seeing some good news tackles the same way. So we're still going through this. And, you know, I'm not a pessimist, but honestly, I see this going on through 25, 26 until we can get supply chain back up and rolling again. All right. Well, in the meantime, check out the inventory that's available at LimitOutMarine.com. That's LimitOutMarine.com. And then head on down and actually check out the boats, either in Spokane or Pacific. And check out all the fishing tackle and accessories they have for sale, too. The website again, LimitOutMarine.com. Russ, thanks for taking the time today. Absolutely, John. We'll talk soon. Thank you, fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Going to get up before the sun. Rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. It ain't much, but if you bail, it'll float. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Fishing and fun. That's what you'll find at Mardon Resort. Come to sunny eastern Washington and bring your RV or rent a cottage, cabin, or room at our newly upgraded resort at the south end of Potholes Reservoir. Get tackle and provisions at our general store. And after you're done fishing, hanging out at our swim beach, or boating for the day, enjoy dinner and a drink at the beach house. Find out more at MardonResort.com. That's MardonResort.com, where the fish bite and we don't. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a Sportsman's Warehouse near you with not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local Sportsman's Warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. From a bull elk ripping a bugle across the valley to wing beats on a duck marsh, public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. Back to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz. Our next stop is Helena, Montana. That's where we get to talk to Greg Lemon. He is the longtime spokesperson for Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. Greg, it's great to catch up with you again. Yeah, thanks for giving me a holler. Well, it's fall, and if we're going to talk about fall in Montana, we've got to talk about hunting season. How are things going so far for big game hunters out there? Uh, well, it's been an interesting season. So this year, like we've had a couple of times in the past six years, we had some winter weather on the opening weekend. We had some rain on 
pretty rainy on Saturday and then quite a bit of snow around the western part of the state for sure and, and certainly in parts in the eastern part of the state as well on Sunday. And uh, You know, it's they say about snow, it's not just getting it, it's getting it at the right time and typically when we get good amount of snow on opening weekend, it slows down harvest. Now, if that snow comes a little later in the year, it seems like people are ready for the event and ready for the snow. But yeah, we had kind of a slower opening weekend, you know, around the state. But, you know, numbers are generally pretty good. We've had, as far as game goes, we've got some places in the southeast corner of the state and parts in the kind of the central east part of the state where mule deer numbers are down, just due to probably drought conditions and, and habitat, you know, the habitat isn't as good because of the drought. And so people who might notice in those parts of the state, a, a little fewer uh, mule deer. But other than that, we've got good elk numbers, good whitetail numbers, and pretty solid mule deer numbers where you expect to find them around the state. Well, I guess we should talk about antelope too. I understand you tagged out on a pronghorn. How's the antelope hunting been going? The antelope hunting, from my understanding, has been good. Uh, yeah, I was uh, lucky enough to get one on opening day, and and I've heard from uh, hunters around the state that they've seen antelope and had opportunity. They're like the rest of them, a habitat-dependent species, but they seem to be doing uh, well in the past few years, particularly in, in some localized areas. So, yeah, I think if you still have an antelope tag in your pocket, you still got a good opportunity. Let's switch topics a little bit and talk about pheasant. Now, I've always just assumed that when it comes to Montana and hunting pheasants in Montana, because they're very plentiful, that it's all wild birds. But Fish, Wildlife, and Parks actually does do some pheasant releases, and you've got those going on at some wildlife management areas in southeast Montana. Tell us more about this. Yeah, we've got them in uh, wildlife areas actually around the state. So we've, we've released some birds in all of the regions. And the program kind of started last year and it ramped up a bit this year. The department is working with the prison and deer lodge. They lost their contract for their dairy farm. And so we shifted gears with them and they're going to be raising birds, pheasants, and then we'll be releasing them on qualified state lands. The idea is to get some birds out before the youth opener, which was the 24th of September this year, so that new hunters have an opportunity to get a bird in hand right out of the gate. And then this year we'll be releasing birds um, throughout the season, probably not towards the end of the season, but we've still got birds to get out the door even now. So we're releasing those at a few wildlife management areas around the state. And yeah, you know, we don't anticipate that these birds are going to be critical for recruitment of wild birds in the future, but we're putting them out there to give people an opportunity to get out and get some bird hunting in and have some success. As a fellow bird hunter, you know that the easiest way to convince somebody to become a hunter is to get them behind a dog on point or a lab flushing a rooster. And there's just something intoxicating about that and the, the activity and the walk and getting to see the dog work and and getting to be able to shoot a little bit and that really helps get people engaged in hunting and that's a big push for this program no i couldn't agree more 100 percent. all right let's switch gears from hunting to something completely different that would be something that's going on at buffalo jump state park in ulm that's south of great falls folks and if you're a saturday listener you might be interested in this guided rock art that's going on there tell our listeners a little bit more about this 
Yeah, you know, the First Peoples Buffalo Jump State Park is a real treasure in our state park system. It's just an amazing, an amazing heritage. The tribes here that use it as a buffalo jump. And over the millennia, you know, they carved art into the rocks, and a lot of that is still those pictographs and petroglyphs are still preserved. And so we're doing tours Wednesday to Saturday, or our, the park's under winter hours now, uh, Wednesday to Saturday from 10 to 4 p.m. and Sunday from 12 to 4. It's closed Monday and Tuesdays. But you can get a res- reservation to do uh, these hikes. It's a little bit of a strenuous hike, and there's so we're only taking 20 people, so you need to make a reservation and be ready for some weather, you know, how, how it is in Montana. And if the trails are slicks, you know, hikers can bring yak tracks or something similar to that to help with the conditions, but that'll give people who go on the tour a really good idea of the history of the park, and they'll be able to see some of the pictographs and petroglyphs that are found on the cliffs. You know, I've had the opportunity to go to First People's Buffalo Jump State Park, and it's a real treat, folks. If you're wondering what a buffalo jump is, essentially this is how Native Americans hunted. They would essentially herd these buffalo and stampede the herds right off a cliff. And when they fell off the cliff and they would get killed, uh, they would harvest the meat at the bottom of the cliff. And the buffalo jump here is a great example of how that works. And they've got a great interpretive display. Definitely worth a visit. It's just a beautiful area as well. All right. One other thing we should talk about here. I understand Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks is launching a new hunter ethics campaign. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, the vast majority of hunters do it the right way, but we've seen an increase in frustration from people that are out there and not doing it the right way. And so we really want to work with our partners around the state, including uh, the stock growers, Montana Stock Growers Association, and Backcountry Hunters hunters and Anglers, and Pheasants Forever, and Montana Wildlife Federation, to uh, join up on in a campaign to draw a point on the importance of being ethical. And so the, the slogan of the campaign is, is it's up to us, respect access, protect the hunt. And really that refers to is, is it's our responsibility to follow the rules when we're hunting on private land, to respect private land, and to make sure that the behavior that we're exhibiting and passing on is behavior that is respectful to the wildlife, to the land, and to the landowners. You know, I think this is a great idea to do this because as you and I both know, we had mentors growing up that taught us about hunting and ethics, whether it be our grandparents or our parents that would do this. But in this day and age, a lot of folks learn about hunting and fishing by literally just watching YouTube videos. And and they don't get that part, the whole ethics part, the whole being respectful part of private property and of the wildlife. And so I think this is going to fill a void. I think it's wonderful that you're doing this. Yeah, I think I think it's important too, and and I agree with you. There's a lot of people out there recreating now, and and more people recreating, even if there aren't more hunters. It sometimes feels that way, and and so I think it's just important. Some people just may not know that uh, you got to close gates, and some people may not know that you can't drive on that field. And so you know, it, it it really is up to us. It's a personal responsibility to respect the land as if it were your own, and to treat people with kindness and graciousness and gratitude when you're out there. And you know. We have almost 8 million acres in, in our block management program, private land that landowners allow people to hunt on. And, you know, that amount of land and that kind of access is really unique and, and protecting it is really important. I couldn't agree more. We're going to have to leave it on that note, folks. But if you want to find out more about what's going on in the state of Montana, just go to the Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks website. Just Google Montana FWP. You'll get there in a hurry and look at the news releases and you'll find out everything that's going on, whether it be hunting reports 
reports or news about fishing and a whole lot more. Greg, thanks for sharing this with us today on Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Thank you, John. Enjoy a meal of wild Alaskan seafood delivered right to your door. Sina Sea offers premium quality wild Alaskan fish and shellfish to include Copper River King and Silver Salmon, Halibut, Black Cod, King Crab, and of course, Copper River Sockeye Salmon. Order it blast frozen or smoked and experience a slice of Alaska for a special meal you won't forget. Buy your seafood now at SinaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SinaSea.com. Come explore the Dalles in Oregon for outdoors fun. Hike amongst the wildflowers, bike our riverfront trail, or visit the Gorge Discovery Center where you can enjoy a live raptor display. Or even check out our National Neon Sign Museum. But don't forget the fishing. We've got salmon, steelhead, bass, walleye, and monster-sized sturgeon waiting just for you. When the day is done, tell those tall tales at one of our wineries, breweries, or restaurants and plan your next adventure. Find out more at explorethedalles.com. A sharp blade makes short work of any project you have in the outdoors, in the kitchen, or in the shop. Hone your knives and tools with quality power and manual sharpeners from WorkSharp. Find out more at WorkSharpTools.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a Sportsman's Warehouse near you with not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local Sportsman's Warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. Did you know we actually have a sponsorship opportunity available for this show? That's right. You can be a sponsor of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, reaching thousands of listeners every week, tuning in to 69 stations in seven states. If you have a business that caters to outdoors enthusiasts, this is the platform for you, and you're going to find it's much more affordable than you think. Contact me through my website at northwesternoutdoors.com, and let's get a conversation started. That's northwesternoutdoors.com. We've got time for one more shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. I'm glad you're back. If you want to go fishing in the Beaver State, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife has some suggestions for you. One place to go for Chinook salmon would be the Elk River. They were picking up some Chinook before the rains came, and now that the rains have come, there should be a lot more fish in the river. Temperatures have been dropping, and trout fishing should be picking up in places like Ben Irving Reservoir, Diamond Lake, Hemlock Lake, Lake of the Woods, and Lamolo Reservoir. Also, with the rain in mind, the north and mid-coast salmon fishing ought to be pretty good as soon as those river levels drop. And let's not forget that more than 17,000 coho salmon have been counted at Willamette Falls, and those fish ought to be in the lower Saniam and the main stem Yamhill. This is also the time of year when you start getting reports of very good fishing in Cottonwood Meadows and the Chewakan River, and anglers report very good trout fishing on the Wallawa River in northeast Oregon, too, with some anglers landing fish up to 14 inches long. Last but not least, coho and chinook fishing 
continued to be very good last week in the Umatilla River. So there you go. Some great ideas about where to go fishing in Oregon. And now it's time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. They come and they go. It's a phrase that covers a lot of ground to include manufacturers of outboard motors for boats. Three very good outboard motor manufacturers include Johnson, Evinrude, and Mercury. Of these three, only one is still around today making outboards. Do you know what company it is? Again, your choices are Johnson, Evinrude, and Mercury. Two have gone, one still stands. Which one is it? If you think you know the answer, you know what to do. Shoot me an email through our website at northwesternoutdoors.com or you can go to our Facebook page at Northwestern Outdoors Radio. If you haven't already, please like and follow the page and then look for the post thread where we have the question and give us your answer there. One lucky person who guesses right will win a $25 gift card from Sportsman's Warehouse. And if you are looking for boating accessories to include trolling motors and marine electronics, be sure to drop by your nearest Sportsman's Warehouse store today. It's time to wrap things up, but here's hoping that you get out for some fishing and hunting in the days ahead, or maybe just a stroll outside to take in what's left of the fall colors. I have no doubt you'll enjoy it if you do. Until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. Outdoors.